Hello, and welcome back to the Fit You Podcast. I am Dakota Phillips. I'm the owner and head coach of Fit You, and my goal is always to help you have a more fun and enjoyable fitness and health journey. And today, Savannah and I are going to be talking about recovery. So we're going to go over some of the physical recovery that you do, maybe after a workout, and then... And then I want to talk about the mental aspects that go along with recovery. There we go. So... Um, I guess getting right into it, I think recovery is probably one of those things that everyone knows they should be doing, and it's also one of those things that everyone skips. Um, So I try to work that in with my group coaching. There's two recovery days a week. That way, since it's so easy to want to skip after you just did a workout, it's right there for you. You got a video. And I think that for me is one of the um, better ways for me to do recovery. I I know when we were doing Ramwad, which is like kind of like range a, of motion workout of the day. Yeah, it's like a CrossFit stretching thing. Um, that was probably one of the more consistent recoveries that I did. Um, so I try to use that for the people I coach. Um, and I think like an easy recovery that I think if you can add into your daily routine is stretching just hold your stretches for like 30 seconds to two minutes maybe longer um i know a lot of people think like oh stretching like 10 seconds this 10 seconds the next thing and that's not really like helping you stretch out those muscles very much it's good for like a gym class warm-up when you're really pressed for time um but if you really want to get into those muscles it's going to take you a little bit longer. So making sure that you set aside enough time for your recovery is super important. Um, and it doesn't, you don't need to have like equal recovery as you do to workouts. Like if you work out for an hour, spend at least 10 minutes doing some sort of recovery because recovery is is going to put you back in the gym sooner. Um, if you go in, crush a workout really hard and then you're super sore for the next week, then you have to wait a week until you go to the workout again or you're working out while you're sore and maybe that's going to lead to injury. Um, Whereas if you recover sooner, then that's going to get you more prepared back to your peak physical preparedness to do your workout again. So it's like allowing you, recovering properly allows you to be consistent with your workouts. Exactly, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that's something that people forget with steroids is like steroids help you recover which like pros or people like that that get like super jacked they're actually recovering better i mean they're also like building muscle better than an average person but that recovery is super important because it allows you to spend more time in the gym so stretching it would be like the number one thing i would say people should do um just because it's you don't need anything other than the floor um hold on one second go back to this because i didn't know that about steroids yeah so everybody just thinks or at least i don't know the general public probably being me like i grew up thinking that steroids meant you'd be able to like lift really hard and like grow your muscles right i didn't think that it actually had like anything to do with like how you like recover and those muscles like solidify and yeah so i mean there is going to be the component of like steroids makes your muscles bigger but steroids is going to make your muscles 
like recover better. So like you're able to do a super hard workout on Monday, you recover way faster than the average person that's not getting any assistance. That's really interesting. And then you're able to hit a really hard workout again really fast. Okay, so this is obviously not a steroids ad, but this is just pointing out the fact that like recovery is really important and like steroid use kind of like shines a light on that in like a weird mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I mean like yeah, there's there's both aspects of it, but I don't I don't think people realize that there is that recovery part and that um, the recovery is what's helping so much. Yeah. Right. So, focusing on your recovery as a non-steroid user can help you exactly yep so put a little bit more effort into your recovery if you're not on steroids yeah exactly instead of taking steroids take some recovery um and then you'll be able to hit your workouts a little bit harder get stronger faster move better feel better um okay sorry yeah and then you were talking about stretching being like yeah number one i think recovery technique just because it's so easy and available you could do it almost anywhere at any i mean maybe it's like not socially approved to do it in the checkout line at Walmart, but I mean, you can still stretch your neck or something like that, but um, yeah, take some time. I really like to do it like ideally before bed. Um, So that's why I like having like the recorded um, guided stretching. That way you can turn it on, like literally put your phone up next to the bed, stretch next to your bed. You finish the recovery, shut it off, get in bed, fall asleep. Um, and that's, I've kind of heard that from some of my clients too, is that like, they really like that calm down before bed, stretch, get nice and relaxed, and then they fall asleep a lot faster. Um, so that's my favorite time to do it, but you know, fit it in when you can. It's great to do first thing in the morning, um, get yourself loosened up for the day. Um, so yeah, stretching would be my number one go-to. Okay. I think like you were saying earlier about like, doing the stretches like each stretch for a longer period of time um like one if you've ever done a stretch for an extended period of time you can tell that giving a stretch more time does help a ton like 10 seconds you feel that you're stretching but like when you lean out of the stretch like you don't really feel like it's made much of a difference whereas like if you lean into a stretch for a minute and then you come out of it like you actually feel like the muscle is more loose. Right. The only thing with the extended periods of time for stretching is that you need to be careful coming out of position sometime. Yes. Because you can't like you you just put a lot of tension on that muscle for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So like ease out of stretches if you're not used to doing stretches over extended time periods and like give it a moment to like bounce back after you've stretched pretty deep. Yeah. So I would think I like, I lean more towards like, if this were yoga, it would be more like yin yoga, like slow moving, hold it for a longer period of time. And since, like you said, if you're holding it for a longer period of time, you can't just go from a four minute stretch and then jump right back up to your feet. You're going to need to slowly let yourself out of that stretch, slowly transition into the next one. Um, And I think that just kind of adds to that, like, you're trying to be more relaxed and mindful. Um, But yeah, 
but then you get that wonderful like rebound effect after doing like a whole session of like really long deep stretches where you can just lay down afterwards and your whole body just feels so good and that's why i, I love I, that i think you should do it right before bed so that as you're getting that good feeling of oh i've just stretched i'm nice and loose sleep i think that's i think that's the way to do it do it anytime during the day really um but yeah good point about you can't like those 10 second stretches that you're doing for your pre-run you can just like go down touch your toes come back up grab your leg next stretch next stretch but definitely want to take that a lot slower if you're holding those stretches for like i said 30 seconds would be my minimum um and then up to i mean i'll sometimes hold stretches for five minutes just in one pose but you're going to have to kind of feel that out and like the stretches should never be painful. Like you should feel a stretch, but if there's like pain in your knee or pain in your hip, something like that, then you may need to adjust how you're sitting or maybe you need to find a different stretch. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is if I feel like I'm stretching and I'm holding my breath, mm -hmm. I'm probably pushing too hard. Yes. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, sometimes I just hold my breath because I'm like kind of like, holding myself using muscle to hold myself in a position so it's like oh i just need to remind myself to breathe through it mm -hmm. but if i'm like having a hard time breathing through it i need to back out of it because you should be able to take like good deep breaths through the poses right all right so we've spent a lot of time on stretching and there's a lot of other s recoveries that i want to get to so maybe we won't go quite into as much detail with that but um the next recovery that i really like anyway is foam rolling um, so chances are you, you might actually have a foam roller at home somewhere under the bed in a closet, something like that. I feel like that's a lot of people, um, have one, but rarely use it, pull that out and give it a try. Similar to stretching, spend a little bit of time in each like area that you're rolling out. So like if you're rolling out your legs, maybe spend a minute or so, especially when it gets like if you're going over a really sore or tight muscle, um, you know, like I said, there shouldn't be pain, although foam rolling is a little more painful than stretching um, just because you're rolling over your muscles that are probably sore. It's the same kind of pain you would get from like a good massage. Right, exactly. And that's essentially what you're doing is giving yourself a massage. Um, so, you know, there, there's probably going to be a little bit more discomfort there. And that's where I really like make sure I set a timer because especially when I'm going over my IT bands like the side of my leg from like in between my knee and my hip I have to set a timer there because otherwise I'll do like two rolls and be like all right that was good when really I need to spend more time there because it's sore because I'm not stretching it and I'm not foam rolling it so then I set a timer make sure I'm doing it for the at least long enough um, and then over time that'll go away it's not going to be a sore uh, you'll get used to that feeling and your muscles will loosen up because of it um, but yeah, foam rolling is a good one. I like them to be at least firm. There's different levels of firmness that you can get. You can get really soft ones. Um, so if you're brand new, if you're older, that might be a good one to start with and then work your way into the more dense foam rollers. Um, and then you can even get ones that have like different grooves and stuff yeah. to do like more kneading on your muscles. Mm -hmm. There's like really knobby ones. I probably... I wouldn't get those just because that's going to be way less comfortable and you're probably going to use it less. Um, but there are some that have kind of like softer ridges and things like that that are um, pretty good. 
um, or you can just get a total flat one. That's fine too. Um, if you get really tough and used to the feeling, you can use just a PVC pipe. I know a lot of hockey players do that. Um, I'm not going to be doing that. I mean, in high school when I was foam rolling all the time, there were some parts of my legs that I could do that with, but I would never use that on my IT band just because it's more sensitive in an area. But um, yeah, you roll out legs, shoulders, arms. I mean, arms are a little bit more difficult. It's really easy to do your legs. Um, so I mean, if you're going to start with anything, I would start legs and back. I'm sure you could find some YouTube tor- tutorials. Um, maybe I get a really good stretch by rolling my back, but I like using a yoga wheel sometimes because yeah. it allows me, I have, I'm pretty flexible, so it helps me like really open up my chest. True. Yeah. Um, they also have vibrating foam rollers. I mean, one of the, yeah, those are crazy. The gyms that we swim at has those. Um, and I mean, you really, that one's a super low cost investment to like, if you want to go out and get a foam roller, I can't imagine you're spending more than 10 bucks on a foam roller. Really. Not a vibrating one, just yeah, a normal yeah. one, like a, a foam one. <laughs> that's, that'll be more like over a hundred probably, but yeah, just a regular foam roller. And that's all you need. You don't, the vibration is, I don't really notice any difference with that. It's just kind of fun. I really to, like it on my legs. Yeah. I think it's super nice, but I also don't like need that. Right. Yeah. So, it, it, you're, it's fine. Yeah. You're, you're good with just a $10 one. I mean, if you got the money to spend, get yourself a vibrating one, send us one too. We'll take it. Um, or if you're like us and they just are available at your yeah. gym, feel free to go use them. Right. They're nice. Um, so yeah, that's foam rollers. Probably the second thing I would say to use, um, just cause it's, it's super easy. Throw it under the bed, pull it out. After you're done with your stretches, do some foam rolling. Um, next up, another little less easy, depending on how you're doing it, but just active recovery. So that would be um, like if you're a runner and your workouts are all runs, maybe on your recovery day, you're going to go for like a walk or something like that. So you're still um, doing something similar to your typical like workout but it's just on a way scaled back um, and doing that thing that's similar to it helps you work those muscles that might be sore um, to loosen them up. So another example is like if I go and back squat one day and I use like a lot of weight and my legs are sore tomorrow, then maybe I want to go in and I just do air squats with no weight, just body weight up and down to move those muscles in a similar way that made them sore but then getting them to not just sit and stiffen you're moving them and isn't that like working out the lactic acid kind of thing or am i thinking of something wrong um a little bit i don't think it's going to be lactic acid the next day that would be like if you were going to do like sprints and then you're going to like walk in between that's like oh out your lactic acid, okay. acid yeah um this is more just loosening up your tight muscles because i mean when you it's work like out just getting like blood flow back yeah exactly through them more yep okay yeah. getting more blood flow to those muscles um because that new blood is going to help rejuvenate and i mean you're not going to like go from being super sore from doing your back squats then air squats aren't going to like take away all your soreness but it might help you be less sore the longer next day. right so tomorrow you probably feel better than if you had done those air squats so um something that like like we said just gets you feeling better sooner um 
Okay, next thing. So yeah, that was active recovery. Um, next thing, I mean, you can use similar to the um, foam rollers, the vibrating foam roller. Um, you could also use something like a Theragun or a Hypervolt or some sort of massage gun. Um, we have one of those, which is nice for like, we use that to recover from like our theme park days when we lived in Florida, <laughs> um, especially when we brought friends in or people that weren't as conditioned to theme parking as we were. Um, just because that's a nice, like you can really target an area with the massage gun. It's going to help it feel good, loosen up, get more blood flow in that area. Um, I don't think it replaces the foam rolling and stretching that you should be doing, but it's a good, um, addition to those. Um, and especially if you've ever used one of those, you probably know how good you feel after doing that. Um, yeah, I like using it on my shoulders mm -hmm. a lot and my calves. Yeah. I personally like it on my feet and hips. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can use it anywhere. I mean, don't be like Nate after a theme park day he tried to give his wife a like a head massage with a massage gun they're not meant for head <laughs> massaging that was just uncomfortable and painful. i think she said like oh my head is hurting or something yeah. and he was like let me help like without and then he's like oh nope nope that didn't work right just popped with that if it was on her neck it's also it's very nice yeah. on your neck exactly you want you, you gotta have a muscle. meatier muscle yeah. for it exactly you need some muscle to massage don't try to massage your bones with it that's going to hurt. He's going to be so happy we called him out on yep. this podcast. Sorry, Nate. I'm pretty sure he's listening. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Massage guns are great. Hypervolts, Thera guns, they're all pretty similar. You can find whichever one you like. They're a little bit more on the pricier side, though. Um, so that's why I would put them kind of lower on your tier list of um, what you're going to be getting for your recovery. Um, just because stretching is free and foam rollers are 10 bucks this is going to be more in that 100 plus range um so it might not be as available to everybody but it is just a nice extra thing to have um kind of sticking in that more pricey probably not going to be an everyday type of recovery that you're going to do um, but getting a professional massage um one of the gyms i coach at is also attached to a massage studio and if you find the right massage person, it's totally worth it. Massage because person, masseuse. Masseuse. Yeah. <laughs> massage uh, therapist. <laughs> I feel like masseuse sounds too much like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and then it seems not real. Massage therapist. That's yeah, massage therapist. Massage person. <laughs> a person that gives you a massage. Sorry. If you find the right massage therapist, what? Right. It's just it, like you can feel the difference in how you move like right afterwards. Um, oh, yeah. It's crazy. When I hurt my back, it's probably last year now. Um, getting a massage, like it was, I was getting a massage because I was hoping it would make my lower back feel better. And then I left and, uh, one of the exercises that I was doing for my physical therapy was like doing floor press ups. So kind of like doing a push up, but my hips stayed on the floor. Um, little cobras. Yeah. Little cobras. And I was shocked at how like my shoulders and chest were moving. I was just like, I didn't know I could move so smoothly. But I also didn't know that I was moving less smooth before that until I got a massage and was just moving so much easier. Um, so, yeah, even if you don't think you need a massage, try it out and it's going to feel 10 times better than you even thought you needed it to feel. So that's one, again, not something you're probably going to do every day. Um, 
unless you got money for that. Uh, maybe your partner is a massage person. Um, <laughs> but that's definitely one that I would invest in at least once in a while. Like, I mean, at the bare minimum, go get yourself a massage once a year. Um, if you can, once a month. Um, I know some of my clients that do that really love that. Um, and some places will have like memberships where you can do like a massage a month and it's kind of like a discounted. Right. Um, so yeah, I have a question about another recovery Okay. or if this is a recovery, okay. do you consider sauna a recovery, like going into a sauna, whether it's infrared or dry or steam? Yeah. Is that recovery or just like has health benefits of its own? I guess I would, I would consider that probably a means of recovery and like, I don't know if maybe we'd put that in like the category of like some sort of like temperature recovery because on the flip side of that, you could also do ice bath, um, which even that one, I am, I'm not a hundred percent sold on either one of those necessarily, just because I've seen like people argue that it's the best thing you can do for recovery is do an ice bath. And then I've seen people say that like, you're not actually recovering. You're like hurting yourself by doing an ice bath. So I don't necessarily recommend it, but also like tons of pro athletes, college players, like a lot of athletes use ice baths. So like, I feel like it's gotta be great for the inflammation. Yes. Or the flip side of that is like we said earlier with the blood flow, if you're Mm. making yourself cold, I mean, I guess the idea is like, even with cryotherapy, like, the idea is like you're making yourself super cold so that when you heat back up, like new blood comes in. Um, but you can also do that with like voodoo floss or like bands that you like wrap around. Like if you're like trying to recover your knee or something, like you wrap a band around like your upper thigh and kind of cut blood flow off. And then you do some like exercises and then take the band off. And then that's going to flush new blood in. So I would say saunas are good for relaxing your muscles um so if you're sore i think going into into a sauna um it's probably going to make those feel good again probably not as helpful as stretching but if you pair the two like i always think it's a great idea to like go into the sauna and stretch if you can i mean sometimes there's more people in there there's not really the space for it and you just kind of look like a weirdo um so i understand like if you don't want to do that but um I think that stretching in a sauna would be a great place to do it because your body's nice and warmed up and loose. Little mini hot yoga session. Exactly. Um, and then, so yeah, I guess I would consider it a form of recovery. I just don't know how effective it is. I know, or at least I would assume that it's not as effective as the previously mentioned recoveries. Okay. Any other ones to mention? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all of the like like doing those like relaxing things like yoga, like that kind of falls under the category of stretching, but it's also like there's all the different types of yoga that you can do. Um, so it could be more active recovery too. Right. Yes, exactly. So that, that would fall into that same active recovery of like doing a lighter jog or a walk. You could also do yoga. You're still being active and that's still a workout essentially, but it's maybe not that like super high intensity hit exercise that you typically do. So mixing in some lower impact exercises are going to be helpful too. What if you're like me right now and you're not doing any hit stuff? Even if like, like even if you're not working out at all, um, it's still good to recover because chances are you're probably doing 
something like, I mean, we'll take like you, for example, who even if you didn't work out at all, you're still going into the office spending maybe not the entire eight hours at a desk, but a majority majority of that time is at a desk. And that's a typical American workday is going to be sitting at a desk. um, And you need to recover from that because, I mean, unless you're sitting absolutely perfectly and even if you are, um, staying in one position for so long and doing right. so many repetitive movements. Yep. It, things are going to start to get tight. Like, um, sitting at the desk, you're going to need to stretch out your legs, your hips, your glutes, probably going to want to stretch out your shoulders and chest because I mean, a lot of people will start to feel like their back gets tired or tight, uh, from sitting at a desk, probably because their shoulders are forward. So then they're going to try to work on their back and like probably foam roll their back a ton. But they're also going to need to work on their chest because bringing your shoulders forward is going to shorten the muscles in your chest. So you need to open those back up so that your shoulders can go back and stop pulling on your back muscles. So, Which is why I've said that I typically will use a yoga wheel mm-hmm. to roll on on my back because I said it opens up my chest. Like it allows my shoulders to really drop to the sides and right. stretch my chest. And then I feel a lot better. But yeah, I definitely have the tendency to like, oh, my back hurts. And then I want to like roll out my back, massage my back, stretch my back Mm -hmm. when the whole reason it's hurting is because it's been stretched all day into one position. Right. And then like take the flip side of somebody who's sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, the construction worker that's trying to build whatever construction they're doing is on their feet all day. They're super active, but they're still going to want to recover from that because they just spent eight hours on their feet doing some hard work. And probably repetitive movements. Exactly. Yep. So you're going to need to stretch out from that. I mean, housekeepers, I work in housekeeping once a week and um, like they think that, oh, we're running around all day making beds like this is super physical. But like if you just watch somebody that's done a job for a long time with those repetitive movements, um, even working in entertainment, like I saw people that just kind of like. their bodies just start to like shape towards the movements that they're doing and you want to do that recovery so that you're able to like keep those shoulders back keep yourself in good posture you don't want to start to slouch or balance yourself back out and you don't you want to avoid those injuries because doing those repetitive movements like you're gonna maybe injure a knee or a shoulder um so keeping recovery like as a priority is gonna stave off those injuries and keep you feeling better, moving better for longer. And now I know you wanted to talk about more of the mental side of your recovery. Um, yeah. So uh, I uh, feel like when it comes to recovery, obviously there's a huge physical portion, but I feel like the mental portion gets a little bit ignored. And this is not necessarily like like you need mental recovery from your workout, but just from life in general. And it's like important not to forget about that because I feel like all of the recovery that we've talked about, like maybe you really enjoy stretching or foam rolling, but also sometimes you don't like foam rolling can be really uncomfortable. Um, but it's like a self care task. Like you do it to take care of yourself, but that is not always enjoyable. Like we need to do our self-care routine, but we also need to make sure we add in things that we enjoy because adding in that little bit of enjoyment or pleasure each day is 
also very important for keeping you going. Um, and I can tell, I feel like that's something I've focused on the last few months is like, I would do all the self-care things, you know, I'm trying to eat right and recover, work out, all of the things to make me physically feel good. But the adding in of something enjoyable every single day has like actually made a really big difference. And I can tell by the end of the day whether I've done anything that brings me joy. And it makes a very large difference. And what are some examples for people to do like that? So um, sometimes it really is working out. Like I love going and swimming. So my swimming days, that's like a really enjoyable thing for me. And I also love to sauna. So kind of like we talked about, maybe not the best recovery, but for me, it just makes me feel really good. It makes me happy. So it's a good thing to add in. Um, Sometimes I feel like the recovery that I need is... uh, kind of an escape from the stimulation of the day from like being in front of a computer having airpods in listening to stuff all day uh sometimes my like enjoyable thing especially now that it's getting warmer is uh, going out no phone nothing just with penny with our dog going for a walk and really taking in the silence for a little while or just the sounds of nature and like feeling like I'm giving myself an enjoyable, my brain an enjoyable break Mm -hmm. through the day. Um, Sometimes it's not about the break and it's about the distraction. And sometimes I will pick up a really good book that I like, or I'll be reading and get a few chapters in probably more than I should. I read a lot (laughs) when I pick something up. Um, I like just taking a good hot bath. There's... Yeah, it's just, it's adding in simple, small things each day. So I just think that's an important part of just recovering from life in general, because life can be very stressful. And like, like I said, I, I definitely for a long time was like, I'm doing the things that I should be doing. And I'm still like, just so stressed out. And it's like, I wasn't doing anything truly just for the sake of pleasure or enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um there's the physical side, like you said, but that mental piece can also physically help too, because like you said, the sauna maybe isn't the best physical recovery, but it's something that you really enjoy doing, especially after a swim. And like, you can go into a sauna and you just kind of have that, like you sit down and like that relax, your muscles are relaxing. So that's also physical, even though it's also like your mind is doing a little exhale too, where like you said, maybe it's been a really stimulating day, lots of interacting with people, lots of phone calls, emails. You want to go for that walk to let your mind take that break and be able to kind of recover or like you said, just take a moment of peace and enjoy that for a moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's other things like doing stuff with you. Like, For a while, it was the weekly Moon Knight episode that came out that was like a fun thing for the night to do, to watch and enjoy. Uh, So yeah, it can be a lot of things. And that's the important thing I I think to remember is that it shouldn't just be another task on your list every single day. Like, okay, I've picked out reading as my thing that I need to do every day. And then 
it's just like you're not looking forward to it but you're like I gotta check this box on the list and it's like no that's not what it's about so having a wide variety listening to your body and your mind like like I said some days I want the stimulation and distraction sometimes my enjoyable thing is uh, singing super loud to the radio on the way home in the car and then other days it is wanting, like I said, that really peaceful walk or that quiet sit in the sauna. So it can be different every single day as long as it's something that you enjoy. Yeah. And I think that like variety is also good too. So that it's, I mean, it's good to have habits and routine, um, but life isn't always the same exact thing every day. Cause like when you have those options to do other things, you can say like, oh, it was super stimulating today i want to do something more quiet or today i've been in silence all day i need to jam out on my way home to the radio or something like that so having that flexibility is important too because your recovery may need to change like and same with the physical stuff too like um maybe today foam rolling is going to be better than stretching so you want to replace it or maybe you want to do the active recovery or things like that where um routine is good Flexibility is also good because then you're able to get closer to what you need more consistently. Yeah, it's like the routine should be doing some sort of self-care or recovery and doing something enjoyable every day. But that doesn't mean that the routine is the same thing every day. Yeah. So. I think that's a great way to think about it. Uh, Anything else you had on recovery? Any other questions I should have answered about recovery? Uh, Not that I can think of right now. All right. Well, if you out there think of any questions that we didn't cover that you want answered, leave a comment. Maybe we can make a follow-up round two of recovery episode to your questions if you have some. Um, You could also send us an email or sign up for a coaching call. Talk about the recovery. Talk about the workouts and the recoveries together. Um, see what's going to fit you, fit you. Uh, uh. Uh. Um, so yeah, you can sign up for a coaching call. It's at www.fityoucoaching.com. You can go to any of the social media accounts, leave a comment there. Um, this week is going to be more focused on like recovery. So I'll post some like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok videos and photos of doing some of the recovery that maybe we talked about, maybe some that we didn't talk about. Um, That way it kind of gives you guys some uh, options to do for recovery for yourself. And yeah, make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe, do the things to help us grow, talk to more people, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.